So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you're looking for more information, find us online at SoWeMetOnline.com and all social media at SoWeMetOnline. This week's episode is sponsored by Complete Start, the makers of delicious plant-based instant breakfast shakes. So, we met online, and the first date was one of these... I'm not really sure what you call it. What does that mean? <laughs> exactly. It was a date, right? It was a date. I showed up. She was a nice person. I can't really pinpoint exactly what the date was like. It wasn't great. It wasn't... I was going to say it wasn't memorable. But, well, I guess it, you are talking about it. But I am talking about it, so I guess it's... Somewhat memorable. She was very nervous. So I think part of the reason why the date felt a little off was because she was just shy and timid and nervous. And she... Did she tell you that or just... Well, it initially started off where you could just tell. Mm -hmm. But then she came out and she pretty much told me that, you know, first date jitters. She's shy. And she even said, I think things will liven up a bit Mm -hmm. or... I'll be more comfortable if I get a few drinks in me. (laughs) I appreciate her honesty. Now, I know that that does work for some people, right? Yeah. Get a little alcohol and then you calm down a little bit and you're able to enjoy your time. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, even after the first few drinks, and I think maybe from my perspective, I felt that her getting these drinks in her, even though it did liven her up a little bit, I almost felt like, that was a requirement now for her to have a good time, which kind of put me at the defensive during the date. And anyway, short story, it just didn't all jive. Was it uncomfortable that she said she had to have all of those drinks? And I know you're not a big drinker. No, that didn't make me uncomfortable. And for the most part, I don't really mind if people are drinking on the Mm -hmm. date, do what you want to do. Right. But, you know, she did say that it was going to help. And I was like, then have some drinks i was actually suggesting it well, like yeah get the drinks then <laughs> you know because at this point something we need something to help us. Okay. yeah the long story short the date was a little weird i don't know if you're making a long story short here but short story long <laughs> just, <laughs> mess, just messing with you but when it was all said and done i felt like i didn't really get a good indication if the date was successful or not Okay. So I actually wanted to go out on a second date. Just to get to know her more? or To get to know her more, to kind of see if she loosens up the second time around without the alcohol, mm-hmm. if she gets more comfortable, more natural. Okay. Right? I wanted to just see how it progressed. Right. Now, the second date was actually much better. So what was your decision-making process in asking her out again? Was there no question you were going to ask her out again, or did you think it over first? I thought it over. I actually went home. I reflected on the date, you know, typical mumbo jumbo. Mm -hmm. I kind of looked at some of the things that I liked. I liked some of our shared interest. Mm -hmm. I thought that she was actually kind of cute despite the (laughs) insecurities. 
sometimes I think shy can be adorable, right? Sure. As opposed to shy being like, oh, this isn't going to work. Right. In this case, I thought it was kind of adorable. So I thought, yeah, let's just do it. Let's go out on the second date, see how things go. Mm -hmm. Second date was definitely better than the first date. Mm -hmm. And so because that went well, I then decided, why not go out on a third date? Okay. By the third date, Everything just kind of clicked. Everything felt more natural. We were able to have open conversations. The chemistry started to grow a little bit more. And then from there, we actually ended up dating for about three months. So what's interesting about this story was, I think in a lot of other situations, people may, after that first date, just write it off. Be like, no, nope, that was just not a good date. Even if they're not sure, I think people are looking for... Sometimes something that is from a movie, you know, if they don't see fireworks and unicorns and rainbows and and snowflakes and sparkles on the first date, then how, how many other shiny things can I think of? Then they think it's not the right person. But the reality of it is if you see all of those shiny things and rainbows on the first date, you're you're also kind of willing to overlook other things that you should be looking for in a person on a first date. Right. And that's what I was trying to do. Like I said, I I went home and I started to look at just some of the high level things. Put her personality aside for now. Did we have interesting conversation? Mm -hmm. Was there some type of potential? Is this really just a first meeting jitter? Right. You know, how would this progress after a couple more dates? And I took that chance. Now, it very well could have been I got to the second date and it was the exact same thing. Right. And maybe at that time I would have said, "Ah, I don't think this is going to work out. Right. But because I saw somewhat more comfortable, you know, connection by that second date, that's when I decided, well, let's see what the third date goes. And in a lot of cases, what I really will do is say, was the first date good or good enough? Yes. Do I want to see this person again? Yes. Okay. We'll see him again. And then I get maybe to the third or fourth date. And if I don't want to see them anymore, you know, then that's another conversation. But do, you, do you ever run into where you go on a first date? You're not really sure. You're curious enough to give it another shot. I'm sure this happens. And the woman feels the same way in that she thought the date was okay but doesn't want to give it that other shot because she was expecting some more spark. You're right. The spark is probably the piece that we really need to dive into here. Yeah. Uh, Because even though I asked her out on that second date, she could have been feeling like the date wasn't good either. And then ultimately said, no, No, I'm not interested. Right. Right. Yeah. So I actually I want to talk for a sec about that. Like what criteria should you use to go on a second date? Not that I take, not that I take Urban Dictionary as gospel uh-huh. because I'd have some problems if I did. But when it comes to the definition of dating, the site actually does a surprisingly good job of defining the word. The first definition on the site says that dating is to be in the early stages of a relationship where you go out on dates to find out what each other is like as a prelude to actually being a full-fledged couple. So notice that the definition isn't Going out once to determine if this person will be your soulmate. Right. You know, this is where many people get confused. Like clients and friends ask me all the time whether they should go on a second date since they're not sure whether they were really into the other person for either 
personality or physical reasons uh, after the first date. And they reason that they don't want to lead the other person on. Have you heard that before? Yeah. Yep. Making this person think, you know, it might be the beginning of a relationship when in fact the date would just be just that, just to see if there's any potential. I get it in theory. Like in theory, it makes sense. But I argue that the whole point of dating is to get to know people to see if you actually want to start a relationship with them. And that takes often more than one date. So the definition even states that people date to find out what each other is like. So it happens all the time that we're not sure how we feel after a first date. You know, of course, it's sometimes really clear you have that crazy spark or the other end of the spectrum. You right. can't you can't yeah. stand each other. I once went out with a guy who literally sulked when I beat him at ping pong. That's one where you know there's no second right. date. It's often too hard after just one date, which is, you know, probably only an hour or so long, to decide if this person drinking a martini across from you will ultimately, you know, be your baby daddy or mama or, <laughs> right. or whatever it is. People look so far into the future on the first date. Clients come back to me all the time and say, oh, I just don't see them being the one. I just don't right. see the, the marriage potential. I don't like marriage potential. How about one more conversation? So my point is, it's okay to see someone again just to see whether he or she is a good fit. You're not leading someone on. It's just dating. And with that, let's take a little break. I have a story of my own and we'll be back. Sounds good. This week's episode is sponsored by Complete Start, the makers of delicious plant-based instant breakfast shakes. Now you have more time in the morning to sleep, get ready, walk the dog. You don't have to sacrifice your health for convenience. Complete Start mixes instantly in your favorite milk or water so you can take it on the go. Comes in three flavors, super greens with a hint of vanilla, rich mocha, and peanut butter banana. I'm personally a fan of the rich mocha that are really good and really good for you. Go to completestart.com and use the code SWMO, for So We Met Online, for 10% off your first order. So we met in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, online dating is real life too, of course, but uh, this person and I met at Adult Kickball, and I may actually share parts of this story again sometime later in the season because I feel like it has a lot of lessons attached to it, (laughs) but this guy asked me out, and I said, okay, you know, I always appreciate when someone has the courage to just come up to me and ask me out, because I know that's not easy. That's not easy for a lot of people, so... You know, I'm generally inclined to say yes if I think someone's interesting and he has that cojones. So, and what do you do if some if you're in a relationship with somebody and somebody comes and asks you out? Oh, just say thank you. I'm really flattered, but I'm seeing someone. Okay. Honesty is the best yeah. policy. And I've I've had that happen at various stages, and you know, no one's embarrassed. You don't know unless you're wearing a ring. You don't know. Yeah, and I I think a lot of guys are intimidated by asking somebody out for those reasons. So. Mm-hmm. You know, at the same time, it should be okay for us to be able to go up and ask somebody out, even if they are in a relationship, because that's the only way you're going to know. Well, exactly. And as long as you do it in a polite, not crude manner. Or creepy. Or a creepy manner. That word came too easily to Yes. (laughs) Well, when I'm following somebody in the produce aisle. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even like bananas. (laughs) But she does. 
Oh my god. So he asked me out to dinner, which I know you and I get on each other's case about that. But but the caveat to my suggestion not to have dinner is if you meet someone in person and you know you're already attracted to them, go have dinner if you want. I mean, at least you know there's some kind of chemistry. So anyway, we went to this Mexican restaurant near where I lived and it's funny, I remember what I was wearing. Certain occasions you remember what you're wearing and I only remember what I was wearing that day. Now remember, this is like 2000, I don't know, six, five. I don't know if neon was in ever, but <laughs> I decided it was in that year. I was wearing this neon green shirt with these ruffle sleeves, but I remember I was in a really bad mood that day because I had this coworker I couldn't stand <laughs> and she was never very nice to me. And she was a terrible dresser. And I'm telling you that because it's relevant to the story. No, it's not relevant to the story, but it's relevant to my bad mood. <laughs> she was a terrible dresser. She'd wear these oversized polo shirts. Anyway, she looks at me that day and look, I am always appropriate. Neon, okay, maybe not the best color to be wearing to work at Fannie Mae. But, you know, I always... <laughs> Unless it was the 80s. <laughs> but I always covered all of my body parts. And she said something really rude that day about how I was showing cleavage, which I wasn't. I barely had any, but whatever. So, anyway, I was in a bad mood. So I remember I remember that outfit because it's. I went right from work to the date. And, you know, maybe it played a role in, in the date not going so well. <laughs> but I just remember sitting on the date thinking, this guy's fine. He's boring. We just didn't have a lot to talk about. You know, I can talk to most people about anything. But I, I remember there being awkward silences where I could actually hear myself chewing. <laughs> on my shrimp fajitas <laughs> yeah <laughs> at the end of a date you know we said our parting words and i just assumed we would never go out again he emailed me the next day saying he had a nice time and thanks for sharing a dinner with him which i thought was very sweet so i emailed back also thanked him really quickly have you ever had one of these emails come through and you thought it was an awful date or just not a good date and the guy said i had a great time i would love to see you again i really thought there was a great time yeah which is so funny to me because it's amazing how two people can see something totally different right now i don't know if that was the case here or not i mean i don't know how he felt after the first date but i have it all the time where i have a survey i sometimes send to clients after their dates and if I ever set two clients up with each other, it's great because I get the feedback from both sides. There's a section at the end where they can rank the date on a scale of 1 to 10. I've had it before where one person will give it a 9 and one will give it a 2. Yeah. I'm like, were you on the same <laughs> right. date? Yes. It's fascinating. Yeah. So anyway, in this case, I don't know how he felt after the first date. We have some rapport. We have some banter over email. And it's funny because he was much funnier over email than he was in person and it was the first time I thought to myself maybe he was nervous mm -hmm. because I just didn't think that I just thought he didn't have a lot to say but clearly he did have a lot to say because he was being really funny over email and then he asked me out again and I didn't know what to do because like we were saying before the break so many people make such a big deal out of do I go on a second date do I not go on a second date his redeeming quality in these emails was that he asked me out to a baseball game on the second date uh, Washington Nationals game and I, I love going to baseball games so I thought oh maybe this guy is a diamond in the rough <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, pun got it quick question though yeah how did he ask you out for that second date over email oh through email yeah well we were having a whole email chat. I got it so I even remember the day of the date I wasn't looking forward to it because I just I was afraid it was going to be 
another date of awkward silence. And mm-hmm. I still remember that day. I had a pool at my apartment complex, and I was sitting out at the pool studying for the GMAT with a friend of mine. And I told her I had to get dressed for this date, and I kept procrastinating, and finally I got dressed. And my date and I met uh, inside the metro in D.C., and it was funny, I looked at him, and he actually looked cuter to me hmm. than he did on the first date. And maybe because he was all buttoned up the first date, he had come from work too, he has to wear a suit to work. Whereas the second date, he was just wearing shorts and maybe flip-flops and a t-shirt. Yeah. And it More definitely natural. loosened him up, yep. yeah. And then he started being funny. Hmm. I thought I was on a date with a different person. Wow. So by the end of the date, I was actually really into him. I remember... We kissed on the sidewalk, and I started to really like him. We ended up dating for a year and a half, Hmm. and I'm really grateful, one, that he asked me out again, despite the first date being mediocre, and two, that I accepted, because I would have never gotten the true taste of who this guy was. Yeah, and I think that's the key on both of our stories, is that we both had kind of awkward first dates, Mm -hmm. but the guy, in my case, me... Asked the person out, asked you out, and both women ultimately Accepted. said yes. Now, I think in this day and age, now granted, my story was from 2005 or six. I don't know when yours was from. I do think in this day and age, unfortunately, people are less willing to give someone that second date when they're busy lining up so many right. other first dates. Right. So it's like, why would I choose to go on a potentially mediocre second date with someone I've already met versus a... I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe great first date with someone I haven't met yet. Yeah, I mean, mine was in 2015. So luckily it was pretty close. But I agree. I call it the... Well, I don't know what I call it. But but we have talked about this before where everyone now is looking for any sign that the relationship isn't going to work out as opposed to looking for the signs that it could potentially work out. Well, it's like, Like, yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. they tied their shoes the wrong way. Now I'm out. Yeah. What is that scarf she's wearing? Oh, done. It's important to look for red flags, but actual red flags. You know, does somebody say he or she hates children and you have children? Like that's an actual red flag. But also, let's look for ways this might work. Was this person kind? Did they treat you well? Did he or she make you feel special? The things that actually matter day to day. Did you have a a nice flow to the conversation? Did this person ask you questions? Now, let's take it from a different angle. So, again, in both of our situations, we had kind of rough first dates. But we went on the second date. The second date turned out to be better than the first. Right. And then we both went on to having good relationships. Mm -hmm. But there have been some times where you have great first dates Mm -hmm. and then you still kind of struggle with what do we do for the second date or how do we approach the second date? So it's funny because if it's pretty obvious that two people like each other on the first date, ideally you would make plans for the second date while you're on the first date. But some people get really nervous about that because if they can't read the other person, they don't want to be rejected to their face. So... They don't necessarily ask. And then you look like you're about to say something. It's interesting because I, as you're telling me this, I'm actually reflecting back on all of my various dates throughout history. And thinking, Way back when the Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex was roaming yeah. near. And I'm sitting here thinking about how many times after a successful first date, 
did I actually ask for the second date while still on the first date? And, and I have to tell you, it's not a lot. Right, because are you afraid that she's no. going to... So what is it? I don't know. Okay. I'm trying... That's what I'm sitting here trying well, to think. Okay, I'll tell you from my perspective. If I like someone, I want him to ask me out again immediately. But it does get awkward if I don't like someone and he asks me. I did... I had that... I mean, I've had it happen before and... This is interesting. Someone actually pushed me on my reason for saying no. So it is hard to reject someone to their face. Nobody wants to do that. Someone asked me out in the middle of a first date for a second date. And it just, it was not the right fit. Right. And I'm not going to go into why. Right. So I didn't know what to do. So I said politely. And now I realize I'm a lot more blunt than most people. And comfortable with expressing exactly what I'm thinking. I said Thank you so much. I'm going to have to pass. Yeah. I didn't go into details because I didn't think it was appropriate. And he kept pushing me on why, 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 why. I'm like, right. seriously? Because of that, 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 that. <laughs> well, I it just, it was really uncomfortable. And he kept pushing me and pushing me. And finally, I just gave him a generic, you're not my type. Because right. I didn't know what to yeah. say anymore. Uh, unfortunately, I think the other extreme may also happen, though, where... You could potentially ask somebody out during the first date for the second date. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it's very hard to say no when you're there in the moment. And I bet you it may have happened to me. I can't reflect right now on this, but I probably have asked a woman out on the on the first date for the second date. Right. She has said yes. And because then, of the, And yeah. then you get home and you start trying to plan for that second date. You get the response like, no, I don't think this is going to work right. because it's not face to face at that moment. Right. Now, how about, I know you wanted to talk about, and this is good too, the opposite end. Okay. So you had a great first date and you really want that second date and you don't know how the other person felt and now you're waiting around and, you know, people get so antsy these days with the texting. Like someone might go on a great first date on a Tuesday night and by 11 a.m. that Wednesday morning, they're emailing me panicking yeah. that they're not going on a second date. Everything is doomed. Right. Yeah, I, I think just on that note first, we have to be patient. You can't be texting the very moment afterwards saying, you know, I'd like to see you again. Or, I mean, you can, hey, but... I miss you. <laughs> okay, yeah, do not. Do I miss you? Don't, do I love you? <laughs> right. None of like, that. Don't make any big, no bold statements or grand gestures for on, the second date. Wasn't it on um, How I Met Your Mother where Ted, like, pulled that blue tuba or something off the wall and then told Rama that he loved yeah, her. Yes. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> In general, my feeling is this, and this is how I tend to go about it. I have the first date. The first date is excellent. And if the woman basically suggests, when do I get to see you again? Or maybe we can schedule something. Or I'd love great. to do this again. Yeah. Then I'm all in and we'll figure that out. Mm -hmm. If they don't, then I tend to go home when I get home from the date, I'll usually send a message saying, you know, I hope you're home okay. I'm mm -hmm. home. Thank you for a great night. Yeah. Let's talk tomorrow. I think that's a really nice question. Then gesture. I get to the next day and give it, I don't want to say, and I don't, I definitely don't want to give this a timeline, mm -mm. like you must wait 24 hours. No way. Nothing like that. But at some point in time the next day when it feels comfortable to you, follow up with, once again, hey, I had a really great time last night. I would love to see you again. When are you free? And let's try to make some plans. I have a question then. 
So when you do that and you text a woman the next day, which I completely agree that you should just do it the next day, no sense in waiting, no playing games, everyone's attached to their phone anyway, do you start by immediately asking her out again or do you strike up a little banter like, hey, how's your day? It all, that's a good question. And for me, it all depends upon what the conversation was the night before. Okay. I try to make the conversation relevant, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't well, want sure, to just... sure, you reference something from the day. Right, yeah. exactly. So, for instance, I went out with a woman and we talked about sleep patterns and <laughs> shoes. I know, random. Sleep patterns and shoes? Yeah. Wow. You know, she was dreaming of shoes or something. Well, and that's what I did, <laughs> right? I, I basically, the next day, I said, I hope you had pleasant dreams of your shoes, right? And, right, exactly. Right, some type of clever banter... But it's usually always immediately followed up with, hey, I had a great mm-hmm. time and I do really want to see you again. And what is your schedule so we can schedule something? Do you think you two were soul mates? Haha. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help myself. <laughs> You're on a roll tonight. I don't know what I am. One suggestion I do give people sometimes is if they're not sure after the first date, you can say, I'll be in touch. Yeah, it's interesting because I think each of us and especially depending upon like what your job is or what your communication style is, I always find myself automatically saying something like, it was really great seeing you tonight. I'll see you again. Oh my God, you're Chandler Bing. Right. You know, on Friends where, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, he was like, this is great, let's do it again. And he couldn't not say right. it. And it's not like you are, you know, intentionally saying we'll see each other again. It's just something that naturally comes out. Well, that's out, annoying. Right? Because I, right. I hear that as, oh, he wants to see me again. Yes. And then I'm disappointed when you don't. Exactly. You got to be very careful. If you have no intention whatsoever with asking this person out again, then don't say, it was great seeing you. See you again soon. No, no, no. Even if it's just a casual comment that you're just throwing out into the universe. No, just say, have a good night. Right. Have a good night. Best of luck is a little aggressive. You know, even talk to you later. You know, it's like... No, don't say talk to you later. How will I know? But but you see, these are things that people have always naturally ended the conversation. stop. I know. Just say, have a good night. Yes. I know if someone says to me, have a good night. We are never going out again. But see, that's that's the problem. If I say, okay, have a good night, talk to you later, then what? Well, that's a little cryptic. No, well, I, I would still think you... I would still... I remember I dated someone once for about six months and the entire time, you know, I made fun of him because on our first date, we met and it was raining out and I had driven there. I offered to drive him home and I assumed I was never going to see him again because he got out of my car and said, thanks for the lift. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well then. And then he asked me out again and I told him how surprised I was because yeah. thanks for the lift to me meant... All right, see you never. <laughs> but here's another catchphrase that we all use: "You too." So if thanks you for said the lift, thanks you for too? you, and all, if you respond with "you too," because again, it's one of these natural things. I guess I do that right? sometimes. Yeah, you respond with "you too," and so he's like, "Thanks for the lift." Yeah, you too. It's like, wait a second, you. <laughs> I know. Or like, if a concierge at a hotel is like. Have a great vacation. I'll be like, yeah, you too. You too. <laughs> right. Or like, enjoy your meal. You too. <laughs> you too. I know. But these are things that we are programmed to say nowadays. And they don't work in the dating scenario. Yet we tend to always well, throw them out. Then it's time to alter that. Yeah. You know what I think? I think 
We should thank everyone for listening. You too. You too. <laughs> <laughs>